you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day to day. Mm. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Forever35. Hi. 
Hello, friends, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Indeed we do. And we like to do that here on this, a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the behest of our ability. But please do remember, we are podcast hosts, we're not experts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. We love to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail. Send us a text message. I dare you. 781. I know. I mean, like a loving dare. I also honor the fact that you might not want to. That that (laughs) has stopped being a dare. 781-591-0390 is that number. You can always email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Follow us on Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast. Join the Forever 35 Facebook group. The password there is serums. You can also sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. Shop our favorite products at shopmy.us slash forever35. And if you were at our live show a couple of weeks ago, you already know this. I mean, you might already know this anyway, but we have brand new merch. Some really fun brand new merch on the balance bound website so head over to balancebound.co slash shop slash forever 35 you may want to get yourself a horse girl mug you may i would say you you may dory oh my god (laughs) you know what no no you've been been sick and this is such a moment where were my mom alive she'd go looks like someone's feeling better because you know like you know those moments when like you're sick as a kid and you've stayed home for three days and then you like do something lively and your parents are like really snark at you yeah but meanwhile i still feel like crap yes yes and you're like no i just made a joke i still feel like shit and they don't believe you and then they're like to school that is that was a that was an excellent joke i want to commend you and i also just want to say i i can see how I'm glad you're feeling. I'm glad you are feeling a little bit better, but I want to honor the fact that you are still sick. Um, well, thank you. And uh, yeah, so get yourself that horse girl mug. And we also have a cute reframe the narrative tote bag. We have a sweatshirt, a really cute reframe the narrative sweatshirt. There's just some fun stuff over there. So go check it out. And uh, yeah, let us know what you get. Now, Kate, you have oh a tale to tell. <laughs> I do, Dory. I have just a funny anecdote that I do feel like listeners might enjoy <clears throat> because I did text, I texted you about it. And out of context, I think the text was very confusing, perhaps at first, because <clears throat> I did a book event in New York City, a romance panel at Strand Books, which was wonderful. And I met some podcast listeners there and readers. <laughs> And it was just, it was a great time. So thank you if you're listening and you came. I met members of the Forever 35 New York City Walking Club. What? That exists? It's starting. It is starting. The person who's starting it was at my book signing. That's so fun. So Forever 35 New York City Walking Club. Oh my gosh. Gonna go for strolls. I think around, I think on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Don't quote me on that, but check. We have, there's a Facebook group for New York City listeners. So, <clears throat> excuse me, check that out. They're walking around town. That's so cool. 
I know. I thought that was amazing. Anyway, so, that is not that is not your story, though. No. So we were sitting on the third floor of the Strand in this beautiful room filled with old books. And it was packed. It was wonderful. All these amazing authors were on the panel with me. It was like my my team from my publisher was there. That was thrilling. I hadn't met them in person before. I was flying high. I was having a great time. I'm in New York. I had eaten a Bialy and I hadn't had a weird reaction to nice. it. I mean, I just oh, was oh, not nice. Okay. No, no, but I didn't No, The Bialy went down fine. It was great. Oh, okay. Great. Great. <clears throat> so the panel starts and I notice there are two empty seats in the front row, right in front of our table, like middle front, two empty seats, not because they're being reserved for like fancy reasons, but I realized that the folks sitting next to those seats were saving them for some friends. So about like 10 minutes after we had started, the couple comes in and just like comes right in front of the panel, you know, right in front and sits in those two seats. You know, clearly their friends have been like, we have two seats saved for you in the front. Like, just come on in. And they were very sweet. Like, you know how when you're walking in late somewhere, you try to communicate that you're sorry that you're late, but you're doing it with your body. Mm. You know, like kind of like that. I'm, I'm, I'm waving my hands and making a cringy face at Dory. <laughs> It, that, you know, they were, they were the, they were gesturing like, Oh, sorry, we're late. Like, here we go. We're sitting down. And then they were both people, a man and a woman were both very engaged with the conversation through their facial expressions to the point where I was like, this is so charming. Like, especially this man who's like, he's like a middle-aged man listening to me. And, you know, of course I immediately was like, I love alien romance. I read monster romance. This is what I'm into. <laughs> like, I just immediately went to. The most extreme Kate Spencer places. And this person, especially the man in the front row center, was like, he was loving the panel. He was smiling. He was nodding. He was into what everyone was saying, not just me. Like, he was so engaged that I was like touched. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then I look oh again <laughs> and I'm like, who is that? Like, this guy's having the time of his life. Who, what? Like something, my brain is like the wheels are churning. They're moving towards something, but I can't figure out what they're moving toward. Cause I'm like, this guy looks like he's like 50 something. And then I, and I think his friend was on the panel. So like, he's also being very supportive of one of the writers, which like, again, I, you know, it's so nice when people come out to support people they are, you know, know or friends with. And then I realized, Dory, I realized as I'm watching this happy man enjoying this romance panel that this man, in the front row of the panel is one of my lifelong celebrity crushes. And one and like, of mine as and well. Yours. Yeah. Yes. And I would say if you, ex if you grew up in the nineties, specifically the nineties, you could still crush on this person now, but if you are of our generation, this person was one of the sexiest stars. And I did a fucking double take and then looked to my one of my dear friends, Elena, in the audience to try to make eye contact with her in the middle of an audience to be like, holy shit, do you see who is here? Because Dory, sitting in literally <laughs> the front row middle seat of this romance book panel I was on, was none other than Christian Slater. Christian Slater, Dory. Which I, I mean, then told you, like, you very, like, later that night, I got a text on either our, you and our chain or our chain with our friend Danielle that was just like, how'd, how'd the book panel go? And my response was like, great. And then in all caps, Christian Slater was there 
to which you both were like, I'm sorry, what? The, what? Like that doesn't, I don't, in my experience, Christian Slater doesn't show up at romance book panels and sits in the front row and like loves the whole conversation. But that is what happened to me. He was the warmest guest, warmest audience member. Wow. <laughs> Look, he didn't get one of my books and have me sign it. I will say, so I just want to open that offer to him if he's interested. But it was such a treat. He's still a handsome guy. And I, di- I died. <laughs> you know what I my died. favorite part of this story is? Well, I mean, just the whole thing is wonderful. But... I love how you described just how enthusiastic he seemed. Well, because I kept, my eyes kept going to him because he was being so engaged. Like he was, his facial expressions were so supportive and engaging, which I think is so sweet. You know, like, like I could just see like he's nodding along and he's like grinning. And I'm sure also he's there supporting his friend and like, that's really sweet. And so he was probably trying to show his friend visually that I don't know. I don't want to like speak for Christian Slater, but it was just like to the point where he just looked like a kind of like sweet, dorky, older man. And then I was like, and then, and then what was funny is that I had a book signing and people were lining up and many people, including my friend Elena caught that he was there. She must've caught it immediately when he walked by, like when he walked in, Mm. it took me like 10 minutes of watching him. But so many other people were like, did you see who's here? I was like, yes, I'm I'm dying. I'm dying. Pump up the volume is probably to me one of the sexiest fictional characters. And I yeah, cannot remember. Now, were you? I just think of like Big Dick Harry. Isn't that what he calls himself when he's the radio DJ DJ on that? Yeah. Were you <laughs> were you old enough to have seen it in the theater? I did not see Pump Up the Volume in the theater. That came out in 1990. I would have been 10 years old. I can tell you that I did lie to my parents when I was in eighth grade and went to the movies to see Christian Slater in cuffs. Oh, well, okay. So I was in, I think it came out in the fall of 1990. So you probably, you would have been 11, right? Because you were in 1979. Yeah, I would have been in, going into sixth grade. I don't think I saw it in the movie theater. So you would have been in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade, and, and I was old enough to see it in the theater. I think it had a PG-13 rating, and I was 13. Um, and I saw it in the theater four times. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, four times. Wow, because you were so captivated? I was so captivated. I just was like... I thought he was so hot the whole movie. I just loved the movie. I was so obsessed with it. And I was not really someone who like went to movies multiple times. But it's, there's I did something for that like one. it really taps into like the like the moment, like teens kind yeah. of rebelling and an outsider who's this like quiet dork at school, but then finds his voice online. And I'm sorry, he's called Hard Harry or Happy Hard. Happy Harry, Harry Hard, hard on. on. Not happy Big Harry Dick Har- Harry, which yeah. is what I said. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> happy Harry hard on. Yes. And he plays this like kind of rogue radio DJ who like riles up the teens of his Arizona town. And he's there's a, a pi- scene. He's a, he's a pirate, pirate radio, radio DJ. Yeah. So he's he's broadcasting on a like an unauthorized um, signal, which becomes like a plot point. 
And then this girl who falls in love also, with him wait, figures out mind, who he is. His, yeah. his fa- they have moved. He's new in town and okay. they have moved there because his father is the new superintendent of schools. Oh, right. <laughs> Which is such a great, like everything about the story, the script. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember the scene when like s- the girl, Samantha Mathis goes over there and she takes his shirt off? Yeah. Like I have this visual, like this such a memory of like them taking their shirts off with each other and me just being like mm-hmm. holy shit it was very hot it was yeah it, it's a it's a great movie it like it, it doesn't i've i've watched it recently it and like i don't know if it's because i'm so much older now it doesn't totally hold up but it like it is such an artifact of it it's a perfect mm. artifact of its time yes so I think if you view it through that lens, you will enjoy it. I don't think you can view it through like 2023 eyes, but try to view it through 1990 <clears throat> eyes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, please imagine. Yeah. I mean, we're talking George H.W. Bush's president times, right? Like just a different world. A different world. And and he has so many amazing movies. Like, I mean, obviously Heather's, but like then there was like the skateboarding movie. Like gleaming, gleaming the, the cube. cube, yeah. Like there's just mm-hmm. so many movies from that kind of like pubescent time of our life. Also, do you remember the one called Untamed Heart? Yes, with Marissa which Tomei. I, yes, which I did see that in the movie theaters. I mean, I have a whole theory about how like the the like the idoliz the lionization of Christian Slater as mm-hmm. sort of like alternative heartthrob in the early to mid nineties, like fucked up my like perception of like what a boyfriend should be. I can see, I can see that. I mean, any, any person who watches Heather's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was like the ultimate bad boy. That voice, that scowl. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting, but I have thought about this a lot. Anyway, we should take a break. We should. Thank you for letting me indulge in this story because it really was such a highlight of my trip. I love this so much. Thank you, Christian Slater, for coming and for supporting Romance also. Yeah. And I mean, and also all the pod listeners who were there. What, what a, that was what a real a, thrill. What a mensch to come. Truly, Dory. Truly. All right. Well, listen, let's take a break. Okay. And we'll be back. 
this is what's so great about Quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, 
our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say, like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh god, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. All right. So we got this very, very funny text message that had some like LOL emojis with it, which like the person I want to make sure the tone is captured because I... I'm not able to read emoji. Anyway, this person just wrote, y'all, I just landed on a flight and the lady in the aisle across from me turned to her seatmate and said, it was nice not talking to you. Normalize this. I mean, yes. I love this. This reminds me, Kate, this is a story that I told you recently over text. Also, as mentioned earlier, I am still a little sick. So my voice sounds a little weird. Um, when I ran into someone who I like sort of, I was like friendly with in high school, but not close friends with. And I ran into her like the summer after my senior year and she, and like we chatted for a couple minutes and then she was like, well, have a nice life. (laughs) That's right. You did tell me this, (laughs) which is like nice. Like you're probably not going to see each other again. Like you have no reason to stay in touch. And And that was the conclusion I came to. I was like, yeah, I probably won't see you again. Like also this, you know, we didn't have email in high school. We didn't have AIM in high school. Like all this stuff mm-hmm. happened like right after I graduated high school. So like at the time there wasn't, there was no Facebook, like 
it was conceivable that like, I mean, I wasn't going to like write this person letters in college because I wasn't right. really close friends with her. And like, why, you know, she wasn't going to be the first person I saw when, you know what I mean? Like, it just was like, oh, yeah, I might not see you. All right. Bye. <laughs> then like, you know, fast forward 20 years and she sent me a friend request on Facebook. And I was oh, like, God. what? You know? Okay. <laughs> we said have a nice life 20 years we ago. We did so. say have a nice life. Yeah. I mean, I... I flew recently back from New York and I had like the most pleasant seatmate experience where like everybody kind of um, like communicated as needed. And we had like a little bit of chit chat about like what we did for work randomly because the woman next to me had the most wild Excel spreadsheet. And I was like, this was after turbulence united us and be- made, like bonded us forever. Mm-hmm. And then we like all went back. Like it was like a mutual agreement to like all then go give each other space. It was like the most positive flying experience ever because sometimes like I'm I'm not against polite chit chat on a plane but you also have to like read the signals you know totally totally wow totally I love this I love normalizing this I also love normalizing like you know friendly boundaries but yes it was nice not talking to you yeah thank you for giving me my space Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. excuse me better than the uh, woman on a flight who really wanted to debate governors with me when I was flying to Florida. That was not fun. Here's a text story. Hi, friends. Something I've been wondering lately that I wonder if y'all might weigh in on is how often should I be replacing my makeup brushes? I clean them regularly, but have had some for what maybe seems like a long time, question mark. Maybe? How do we know when their time is up? I don't have like a hard and fast answer to this. My only thought is if it seems like you've had them for a long time. If like if you're asking the question, maybe it's time to replace them. It it looks like a quick Google says anywhere from like one to five years. Now, I have a makeup brush that my mom bought me when I was 23 and she took me to the Stila counter at Bloomingdale's and bought me makeup. Oh, Stila. Yeah, and that would make that brush 20 years old and I still use it. So this seems to me like if you want to and you can get yourself new brushes, but I'm also kind of like, I think on the like list of life things that you got to get done, replacing your makeup brushes is not at the top. Yeah. I like pretty much agree with that. You know, you're cleaning them. They still work for you. Yeah. I think you're fine. Um. All right. Well, Kate, here is another makeup-related question. Dear Cat and Doris, since the listeners are asking about a foundation that evens out skin tone a little more than the Say Beauty Slip Tint, which I agree with Dory doesn't really make a difference, or the Glossier Teen Tinted Moisturizer, please try the Tower 28 Tinted Moisturizer SPF 40. Really, <clears throat> really evens out the skin and makes it look dewy, but not as dewy as the Ilia and not greasy like the Kosas Tinted Oil. You'll be so happy with this. I'm telling you, Tower 28 is making nothing but hits, in my opinion, whereas Kosas is a real hit or miss for me. 50% bombs. Um, I have tried the Tower 28 Tinted Moisturizer SPF 40, and I agree with this listener. It is a good product. You know, Tower 28, like this listener says, I feel like they're right. They kind of only have hits. Like, well, I've never had a miss from them yet. They're, um, what's it called? They're... Lip gloss is really mm. good. Mm-hmm, I love their mm-hmm. lip gloss. Um, it's the lip jelly. Yeah, I like it too. Milky lip jelly. The Tower Twenty Eight Milky Lip Jelly. 
Okay, I mean, I will try this. I'm just on Sephora already popping this into my bag. Oh, you know what I do like from Tower 28? Their SOS Daily Rescue Facial Spray. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I agree. I agree as well. I keep that in my car. Their stuff stuff is great. What else should I get from Tower 28 if anybody else is out there? Vegan tinted Um, lip balm. That's intriguing. I'm trying to think what else have I tried from them. I like that they have something called a one-liner, lip-liner, eyeliner, and cheek pencil. Mm-hmm. Like, I think mm-hmm. another thing we can normalize is that, like, pencils can be oh, used everywhere. Their um, their tinted balm is also very nice. Their Beach Please Luminous Tinted Balm. Ooh, okay. Beach Please. Um, That's a pun. It, it sure is. Wait, hold on. Beach Please Lip and Cheek Cream. Hmm. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, Tower 28. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got to figure out what color I'm going to go for here with this bomb. But okay, I will definitely at least try the um, tinted moisturizer. But I will say, like, I have really been liking I, – I don't mind the say. I think it's, like, very sheer, but that's okay for my what I'm using it for. But the It Cosmetics stuff is really good. You were really – you really nailed that one. Well, yeah, I mean that that's a great foundation. Like a tr- that's a yeah. true foundation. Um well, the Tower oh, 28 also, does not have as much coverage. I bought their CC cream too. So I bought the lighter version oh, of the okay. it cosmetics. And so what do you that, think? I love it. It's great. Okay. It's great. Okay. I'll do it. I can do a little rundown um on a future episode. I can get all the products gathered and we can chat about them more. All right. Um Dory, we're going to take another break and when we come back, we have a really great question for a listener who requests quote dory sass so hey i'm here to provide that okay i had a feeling you would like this you know we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it because look as i'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like, I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay, I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient 
to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right. As promised, an email we received with a request for Dory Sass. This person wrote to us, Hello, cat and door. Sometimes we all need a little Dory Sass in our lives to remind us when we are being petty. This is one of those times. The age-old question of, am I being petty or nah, presents itself in the following scenario. A person with whom I am very close never likes my IG posts or watches my stories. Yet, they send me reels all the time and like the most mundane and obscure posts of people we have in common, people who are mere acquaintances and colleagues. Is it petty of me to be annoyed by this? Is it normal for me to spiral about this and find this as a power struggle? and a passive-aggressive one at that? Like, did they mute me or what? So what say you, Katendor? Am I being petty or not? What would you think if you were in this position? Would you do anything, say anything, help, love, one step away from a spiral? (laughs) Okay. First, I just want to say that I, I fully empathize with this listener. Social media has done weird things to our brains and this you know this pursuit of likes is like this weird dopamine hit that we get that we're sort of like almost powerless to avoid yeah so very fucked up it's very fucked up and the you know the social media companies know exactly what to do to keep you hooked and to keep you like chasing those likes and quite frankly, in a panic about them, which I can relate yes, to. Which I totally relate to and totally empathize with. Are you being petty? I'm going to say like, yes-ish. <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of petty. Like, why are you keeping track? That seems like brain space that you could be devoting to like a million other things. Like, it's just like not worth your time to be consumed by this. Mm-hmm. This feels like a... Let it go, let it go. Oh my gosh. And you're singing with like, uh, you've lost your voice. So this is, Dory really cares about this. I because- really, I really do care about this. Um, you know, it did, it did also kind of make me think of what we always say about giving gifts, which is like, you can't control how someone receives a gift. You can't control mm. whether they even like thank you for the gift. You just have to be, content in the act of giving the gift 
I kind of think the same is true for posting on social media. Like, you can't control how people react to your social media posts. And if you're only posting for people's reactions, then that isn't healthy, right? Like, that's a part of posting to social media. But you should also be, I think you should be posting to social media to, like, share joy. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just, like, things you find interesting or whatever. And, like... <sighs> corresponding your sort of like self-worth with what people think of your social media posts is only going to lead you down a dark and and sad path. (laughs) So that's kind of how I feel about that. Now, to your specific question, would you do anything or say anything? No, I would not. I agree. There's a million reasons why this person might never like your IG posts or watch your stories. If they follow a lot of people, they might like, they might never see your stuff. Like it might just not show up for them in, in their algorithm. So like, that's one thing. The second thing is like, (laughs) and like listener again, I, I do empathize with you because I don't, think I don't like blame you for this. I think that this is the social media machine doing this to you. But the fact that you know that they like the most mundane and obscure posts of people that you have in common is like a kind of a red flag for me. Mm. Like like you're t- in too deep. You're in too deep. Like why are you why do you know that? <laughs> like why why are you going to your friends <laughs> posts and like seeing if this one friend has liked their post that is that is too much that is too much well clearly something's bothering this listener like they're bothered by they noticed the person wasn't liking and then they're like what are they liking oh they're liking um ballerina farm making a lasagna shout out that's a very real post no, but not even Ballerina Farm. They're 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 talking about their like, friends. Like, like people we have oh, or like, I guess or no, you're right. It might be it might be Ballerina Farm people we have in common. I assume like that the, meant IRL oh, people, it. but maybe got not. It. I thought it meant like otter videos, like otters. Maybe playing in the water. I mean maybe, but again, like why do you know that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would I would say to this listener, if maybe try to think of it this way that your friend set a boundary for themselves. Like what, like Dory's right. Number one, the algorithm sets us up. I miss people's posts all the time. And meanwhile, I'm seeing, you know, some fucking influencer or a brand's posts every day. So I, it's not, there's like no, none of these social, these social media companies are complicit in making us, Yes. Like, and that's why I get that, discombobulated. Yes. And that's why I say I'm not like blaming this listener. I totally, totally understand where this person is coming from, but they also need to like take a step back and yes, walk away and walk away. Yeah. But I would just also say that if this friend did mute you, they set a boundary for themselves that they needed. And they probably did that in order to maintain, like in order to keep being a good friend to you and loving you in the way that they can. So. I mean, and I've, I have had to mute people that I know well in life. And that's not because of anything they did, but just because of my own needs for mental health, you know? So mm-hmm. I think we, I think as we navigate the fucked upness of social media, we have to allow people to figure out 
setting boundaries for them that will that whatever they may be. And I think I think that is honestly, I'm obviously people can mute and block and all that shit in petty ways, but it can also be done in ways that are really healthy and good for the person. Um and also probably good for you and your relationship. So mm-hmm. I think I think it's okay that they did this. Is I think the real question is are they being a good friend to you in your real life? Mm. You know? Like how are they treating you when you get together? Do you do you all talk on the phone? Are you connected? Like fuck this social media shit. It's it's none of this is good for us. Yeah. So I think I I totally and I I'm with Dory. I deeply empathize. I have been I have been on the same road. Real hung up on certain people mm-hmm. who don't follow me mm-hmm. but follow every other friend of mm-hmm. mine like all that stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like why am I in this person's friend list? But here I am looking to see who they follow. Yeah, totally. We all do it. Totally. We all do it. We love you, listener. We love you. Don't yeah. Slow down the spiral. You're okay. Slow down the spiral. And thank you for coming to us with this question. Yeah, this is so real. We all experience this. Mm -hmm. We all do. Dory. Kate. I think we should end it here. Oh, okay. And uh, say goodbye. And thank you all so much for listening. All right. Bye, everybody. (laughs) 